Howdy, hello, and welcome to episode 30 of Fat Love Talk. I'm your host, Zach Love, and here with me today, yes, as requested by probably somebody, we have the homie Tyler. The man, the myth, the legend. How's it going, man? No, not too bad, man. I'm excited today. As discussed from last week's episode, we are going to do the Broly podcast. Dragon Ball Z fans, anime fans, get ready. You know, get your your knife and fork ready because you're going to have a meal today of an episode. All right. So we're going to do a little bit of a pre-show and then we're going to do a post-show. So it's a little fun episode for you. We're going to talk a little bit before the movie starts. The movie starts here in about a little less than an hour and we're here early. uh, So we're going to go ahead and discuss a little bit about the show beforehand and then afterwards give our take give a little bit of a review and uh any of you fans who haven't seen it yet it's gonna be a good one to watch you might want to watch it before listening to this episode because we're gonna have some spoiler content there after but right now we don't know squat so we're gonna talk about nothing spoiler related right now that being said this is fat love talk and i'm your host zach love strap in for a good one all right guys we are strapped in for a good episode today this is the Fat Love Talk pre-show for the Dragon Ball Z Broly movie. Like I've said in the intro, we have the homie Tyler here with me today, and we're going to have a good show because he is the knowledgeable one as far as Dragon Ball Z anime goes. I have not seen this one. Uh, I've seen some of the abridged. I've seen some of the uh, episode clips and a few other things. I know some plot points in the show. I just don't know the full story development of Dragon Ball Z, but I'm very excited for the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie coming out today. Uh, what are you thinking about uh, the movie coming out today? How excited have you been? Oh, incredibly excited. I've been teetering, just waiting for this day to come. I wanted to see this movie even sooner, but I had some other engagements this week. But, yeah, it, it's going to be a great one. We're getting a little splash of everything in this movie. We've got some stuff with Goku, Vegeta, and we got Frieza in it. All of them going toe-to-toe with my boy Broly, my favorite guy. And I'm super excited because he was always one of my favorite movies, all the old original movies. And he was never canon, so the fact that they completely are reimagining his character gets me super excited to see what they're going to do with him. Right on, right on. So for people who aren't familiar with Broly as a character for Dragon Ball, give us a little bit of backstory to the character itself so we can know what's going on when they enter into this Broly movie today. So essentially what Broly, his character was in the original movies, was he was another Saiyan who was on the on planet Vegeta whenever Frieza came to destroy it. Um, he was in the same like crib, I guess you could say, as Goku when they were born. And Goku's cries startled Broly. So Broly carried this deep-seated, hateful vengeance for, for Goku for crying and scaring him. Like, <laughs> are you playing me? No, no. That's, like, that's canon? That, that, that's basically what the... No, it's not canon. It's not canon. That's what the original plot point, his whole focus in the old movies was. Okay. He wanted to beat the snot out of Goku because he cried when he was a baby. That's pretty much it. And he just likes power, and he likes to smash things. That's basically Broly's character. He, he just yells, Kakarot! And just smashes shit. <laughs> oh, okay. But he was badass looking, and he did an amazing job of beating the snot out of everybody. I mean, he was bodying fucking Goku and Vegeta and Piccolo and everybody, smashing them all. So is he like an OP character? Yeah, very strong. Very, very strong. That's why I loved him. But with this movie, I'm super excited because they've told, well, for everything that I've read about it, they're completely reimagining his character, all new backstory, whole new backstory, whole new motivation. So 
I, I've, from what people have told me about it, little tiny mini spoilers, um, it's not going to be like that. It's going to, he's going to have a unique story in this one. And he's, it's, he is going to be a little bit more meaningful than him just wanting to smash Kakarot because, just because. <laughs> so, right. so yeah, that's kind of a rundown of Broly's character. But like, I've seen the redesign of his outfit and it's looking crisp. He's looking great. He's got some cool scars. He just looks baller. And I'm I'm all for it. I'm in. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to this movie just because uh, I've been neglecting a lot of anime the last little bit, last six, eight months. I've been neglecting a lot of animes, and it's nice to finally kind of get some love for that again going into an anime. Um, even if I haven't really been familiar with the franchise, I'm looking forward to experiencing it because it might actually pull me into where I might want to start watching that because I am in a place right now between shows where I could start something new, but I don't have to. So if I get back into anime and I start something new, this could be the one. And I mean, how long is the series? It's pretty long. Um, in my opinion, if you want to get the full grasp of the characters, the full understanding of everything and really get a, a good feel for it. Um, I would recommend starting with Dragon Ball in the very beginning, watching Goku as he grows up through Dragon Ball Z, where you introduce all the other characters, Gohan and Trunks and everything, continue up till you get to Dragon Ball Super, which is the newest series that's been running, go through that, and if you want to, you don't really have to watch any of the other movies, um, you can kind of skip over most of them because none of them are really canon. Like I think that they're entertaining. So for entertainment value, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball, then it's worth watching some of them. But as of right now, not, really none of them are canon. Like I think the only ones that are is the um, Resurrection F movie. There's the Battle of the Gods, which both of those were integrated into the anime. Okay. They basically took they took the premise of the movie and they just changed it and just put it into the anime. And just kept it as like episodes and stuff, which, which I think they're probably going to do with this one. I think that with this Broly movie, they're probably going to make like a an arc for Broly in the anime. So that'll be really interesting to see. Um, sounds like he's going to be a series regular now, which super exciting. So is after the super movie? Is that like I know that we went we've recently on Fat Love Talk discussed the My Hero Academia Two Heroes movie. That movie took place between seasons two and three when um, they were on summer break, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, so does Dragon Ball Z Broly take place between the super animated series, between like seasons or episodes even? No, from from what I understand, it's just they, they finished um, this most recent run of super. Um, and I know you haven't seen it, so the, a lot of this terminology won't really mean a lot to you. But the Tournament of Power, they finished that. And then everything with Broly should happen after that. So this is all like the, this is the most recent newest thing. Okay, and in the future Dragon Ball Super episodes, are they going to be taking place after this? I guess, and is this going to be is Broly going to be a part of the world now at this point? Most likely, um, I think what's probably going to happen is like the other movies, the movies aired in theaters, and then there was an arc for that movie in the anime. And it was just instead of having like the movie, basically the same plot as the movie, but it was split into episodes and it was like some of the locations were changed and stuff like that. But it was basically the same story that they were telling. It was okay. just like a retelling of the movie. Okay. So if you skip the movie, but you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z Super, you're not going to miss anything? You should not. Um, because I see, here's the thing though, is we, we don't really know if they're going to make this into an arc like they did okay. the other two movies at this point. 
they might. So if they do, then you'll be able to get all the information you need from that. But just in case, I would definitely recommend watching this movie. Right. I'd, I'd definitely like follow Dragon yeah. Ball on Twitter or wherever they yeah. post their content so that you can stay up to date on what you need to be watching and whatnot as a fan of the, the series, For essentially. Sure. For sure. And I would definitely, okay. um, like, like I said, you know, look into seeing the movie if you can before it's out of theaters. But if not, I'd be definitely hopping on that Blu-ray. Right on, right on. Got to check it out. Well, last thing I want to ask before we uh, end the pre-show and hop on into the, uh, well, what's going to be for you listeners is going to be the, the post-show coming up right here next. But for us, it's going to be a few hour gap as we entertain ourselves with the, uh, the movie itself. Oh, yeah. uh, how hype are you for this movie? 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Like, like I said Woo! before, Broly is my favorite Dragon Ball Z villain. or like he's my, yeah. He's my favorite non-canon villain i'll say that okay so the fact that they're making him canon now mm-hmm. and like changing his backstory and like i i like my like kind of a little prediction thing just kind of a caveat absolutely in there. Toss it in. I, i'm pretty sure that what they're gonna end up doing is broly is going to fight with them and they're gonna reach some level of mutual respect just like goku and vegeta have so broly might actually end up becoming a, a good guy essentially in the series which if that happens oh my god having broly as a sparring partner is just I love it. I love it. I'm all in. And a little bonus question right here at the very end. Do you think (laughs) Dragon Ball characters, maybe Broly, is going to be on Jump Force coming out on PlayStation 4? Um, as far as what I've seen, I know that like Goku and Vegeta, both of them are in Jump Force. I haven't really been following the game very closely. I I think I am probably going to end up getting it, but um, at least at this point, I don't think there's a lot of characters from Dragon Ball Z uh, rostered. I, depending on how well this movie does and stuff, maybe in DLC they might end up adding Broly, or they could add, you know, maybe Gohan or one of the other characters. But right on, right on. We'll have to wait and see. All right, well, thank you so much for that. We're going to go ahead and take a break here. We're going to watch that movie in the pre-show, and uh, the post-show of the Broly Dragon Ball Z movie is coming up, so stay tuned for that. And we're back. It's been, I don't even know at this point, hours at this point, but a good couple they've been because we have just gotten out of the Broly Dragon Ball Z Super movie. There were references, there was talk, and we're going to get right into that. Now, just as a heads up, before we go into this, it's, it's, it's a fair warning if you have not yet seen the Broly Dragon Ball Z Super movie. It's in theaters in North America, as far as I know, for a limited time screening. We are watching it uh, today on Saturday, but this podcast will be up on Sunday. So when you hear this podcast, it's the last day in North America to watch that. That being said, if you knew about it already, you should have seen it, and we can dive into spoilers. So this is going to be your spoiler warning. There will be uh, movie things that we talk about from the Broly movie, which was baller. Spoilers out the wazoo. Exactly. It's going to be a fantastic conversation, and I implore you to stick around and listen to hear our interesting dialogue on this. That being said, let's go ahead and jump right into it now that the introductions have been out of the way. Speaking of introductions, welcome back, homie Tyler. Oh, well, thank you. It's good to be here. He was here already. I just wanted to get that formality out of the way. So tell me something. Uh, you are the bigger Dragon Ball uh, fan than in the in the situation. So, how did you feel about that movie? Walking out of it. Now I'm a little bit biased because, like I said before, Broly is one of my favorite characters, absolutely ever. But I'm blown away. That movie was fantastic. Honestly, way better than I even thought it was gonna be. 
There were a few things that I would have changed, a few little tweaks and things, and there was a couple of kind of cheesy moments, but it fits in with the, the comedy of Dragon Ball, so I'm cool with it. It was f- phenomenal. Phenomenal. I thought Goku was going to be a much more serious character because I know nothing about going into it. Yeah. And he was kind of more lighthearted and kind of, you know, dopey. more happy. Yeah, dopey. That's a good word. I don't yeah. want to like insult anybody who enjoys no, the show. No, but was very dopey and funny. But, yeah, he was a lot different. His personality was different than I expected. He does have his serious moments throughout the series, but overall he's a very jovial character, very yeah. fun-loving and uh, definitely dumb, like Vegeta, like Vegeta said many times in this movie. And after the, uh, the the baller fight scene, which we're going to get into that in a second here, but uh, before the baller, like the baller which scene one? reminded there me. There were so many baller fight scenes. Of how good Goku's character is. It was really, really, really well written and well done. The animation style, by the way, was phenomenal. Ooh. Like, I, I can't praise that enough. It was very good. The reason why I keep going back to anime in general more so, because adult cartoons are fine. They're, you know, whatever. They're good. But, like, anime is like that next level animation and I really really enjoy that because they add plot they add development they can add depending on the show supernatural elements uh, or just really good story arcs that live action can't necessarily do in the same way so I really enjoy that and I think Dragon Ball at least from the context of this movie they have a whole franchise that they've built off of to make this movie right and I think that not knowing anything going into it has intrigued me enough with little context clues from the previous stuff that they mentioned that I do think I want to go back and like say, oh, hey, what were they talking about in this situation? Or what flashback did this show real quick or whatnot? Because they did have a couple of moments in there where they mentioned a a key event that happened in the series. And they had like a a three to five second little snippet where they showed something. And it was just enough of a tease to like show the audience, yeah, if you've seen this, you remember this. If you don't, you're like, like, what's going on here? Like, ooh, this is some context. Oh, for sure. So I definitely enjoyed that aspect of it, and I think Goku's character is... Like, I was talking to you a moment ago, and I was saying how I thought, going into this, Vegeta and Goku were adversaries, and then you went into this whole, like, it's, it's a lot deeper than that. So In a sense, like, they're they're rivals. They're, they're rivals as far as their training and stuff. They both want to be the best. Right. It kind of felt like they were frenemies in this movie. Sort yeah, of, kind of. Yeah. And that's kind of been their relationship through the whole series. They were actual adversaries at one point, and they were in conflict. But then over you know, a lot of a lot of things happened. So, you know, that, that's a whole long spiel. But we'll get you caught up because there's a lot of things. And like you mentioned, the like the flashbacks and stuff like that. Like there's so many little tiny things that they put in that if you're not a fan of the series, you wouldn't even notice. Like certain characters that were included. Like in the very beginning, you see the Ginyu Force uh, on Planet Vegeta. That was a really cool moment. And then they flash over to Vegeta and Raditz when they were kids. And they were already out off of Planet Vegeta together on missions with Nappa and some other two other Saiyans that were there too. But like there's just just little tiny nods to different moments throughout the series, kinda culminating to this one moment where Goku, Vegeta, and Broly, the three of them had their beginning moments, and it kind of showed you how they got from this point to the current setting where we're at in the series to their ultimate conflict. It was, it was really, really cool the way they did it. I liked the flashback sequences, and I liked how they gave kind of a concrete idea of what the early days of Goku and Vegeta looked like before they got to Earth. Right. I definitely think that they did a good job with this movie, and as somebody who's not seen the earlier Broly content, um, do you think this movie is a much, much better 
uh, introduction for Broly than the previous context we've oh, had. Oh, absolutely. This version of Broly is, but like, it's not even the same character. He's way, way better now. And like, I feel like a big thing with me, like, I, I still love the old Broly movies. In that one, it was kind of more like he's really cool because he just absolutely destroys things. He's a big, muscular guy. He smashes all the Z fighters. I mean, he's he's bodying three, four, five Z fighters at a time fighting him and you know he's, he's forget the one-on-one stuff he's fighting like a squad at once and just decimating them but as far as character writing goes he was a very weak character he only wanted to fight goku because he cried when they were a baby and startled him which is stupid um it's interesting wh- whereas in this one you know they give him a much more a much deeper backstory um a much more believable plot line and He's much more of a like humanized character. He talks a lot more in this movie than he ever did in any of the other movies. Like he he barely said a word in some of the other movies. That's fair. Uh, I definitely think that um, as far as this movie goes, Broly. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, the other character arcs definitely with Broly in the past, but they're pretty much wiping that clean with this one and moving forward with the new story arc. So it's not necessary to watch that stuff. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I would say that if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z. Like, for me, even the stuff that's not canon, I was obsessed with all of the side movies and all that stuff. And a lot of the old video games, they had a ton of non-canon characters in it. So, I mean, I could see you watching it, those old ones, for, like, just the entertainment value. Those would be kind of cool. Um, but, but no, definitely not. You don't have to watch those to understand any of the story. If anything, you might have, you might be able to notice some little nods to the old Broly movies in this one. They did make a couple small references, kind of just paying homage to it. But uh, but now, for the most part, you're good with just watching this. And, and what a great experience it is. Let's go ahead and dive a little bit into the story. Um, I know that um, there was some spoilery type stuff on my Facebook news feed this week because it did come out this previous Wednesday. But this week has basically uh, been kind of broly on in North America for like early release stuff. I'm not sure when it's going to come out on Blu-ray or when they're going to kind of announce that. I know two, My Hero Academia 2 Heroes finally just got announced on Blu-ray in March. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming Broly's going to be at least another, what, six months probably to wait? Oh, he's, I'm sure. For it, Blu-ray. I'm hoping it'll come out around Christmas. That'd be a good release time. But we'll see. Yeah. It usually takes a while for Blu-ray releases to get out. Especially uh, anime and oh, yeah. context of that or nature. Anime for sure. 100% agree with that. Um, I, I want to, like, I really want to go into the fights because I don't want to, like, wait on that, but I'm going to hold off just a little bit longer because I want to talk about the fact that um, the characters that I, I learned, like, were a lot different than I expected. From what I've seen of Dragon Ball Z, I've noticed that the, the character development is a lot, like, clips don't do it justice. No. And I've, I've grown up watching, you know, anime and stuff, just not a whole lot of it more lately than anything in the last, you know, five, six years. But, um, I've noticed that I've seen memes for Dragon Ball and I've seen, uh, the abridged version of Dragon Ball, a little bit of that. And I've seen a lot of like context clues for it, but never actually seen it. And after seeing an official, like allotted official Dragon Ball thing, it makes me change my mind on a lot of what I've seen. Cause I've had a good laugh at some of the stuff that's posted about Dragon Ball Z and whatnot. Apparently, uh, Goku's kind of irrelevant about a lot of stuff. He's, like you said, he's dopey. I didn't take that so seriously. Now I'm looking back at things I've seen online about him being dopey, and I'm just like, it's a lot funnier now because you can actually relate to that and be like, oh yeah, I've seen all of this, so I understand this joke, I understand this reference. Mm-hmm. 
and I really I really like that aspect of it. So I think what I'm going to do is actually go back and start watching the original and work my way towards the new stuff. Um, I've never been a fan of the anime-type style video games, but I will probably watch the show at least. Um, but as for the fight, Broly, I think it was kind of... Getting into spoiler content here, I think it's a super, like, jerk move, sending Broly to that dis- desolate planet, and then being like, oh, he's just going to be too powerful, and he's a danger to us all, so he just exiled him, and then his pops was like, nah, and he goes and goes after him, wanting to come back and, of course, kill uh, King Vegeta, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that was an interesting story arc, but also kind of, it sucks that he had to, like, die. But it, it kind of gives you some context. Was his father ever mentioned in the original anime, King Vegeta on Planet Vegeta? Oh, yeah. He's been referenced many times. They, they've talked about him quite a bit, especially when it comes to some of the newer content in Super. They talk about how Frieza knew King Vegeta, and that's how Vegeta ended up knowing Frieza and all kinds of stuff like that. It's He's been a, a character. He's been around. And has he always been kind of a jerk? Yeah. yeah that's just much. his character? Pretty much. Okay. I mean, because he's, he's the king of Saiyans, and the, the majority of Saiyans are painted to be basically like barbarians. They just pillage and sell planets off to the highest bidder after they just... Basically, their their job is to obliterate all life on a planet, all the, like, sentient life. Like, basically, if they came to Earth, they would be to kill every human being and then sell planet Earth to whatever, like, race from another planet that wants to buy it. And then, like, cultivate it? Yeah. They would just basically, like, it would be like, let's say there's, like, there's people who live on Mars and there's people who live on Earth. Let's say that the Mars planet is dying and they need somewhere else to live. So they'll pay for the Saiyans to go to Earth, obliterate all life on Earth, and then give that planet to the Martians. And then the Martians would go to Earth and live there. That's basically what the, what all of the Saiyans did. Well, what if somebody else wants Earth after the Martians moved in there? They obliterate the Mars, Mars people from Earth? Yes. And then resell it? To the highest bidder. Well, okay, I mean... That's kind of a general idea of what Saiyans do. They just, they wipe out planets, like all the life on a planet, and then they sell it. I guess that's some context as to what this show is about, right? But that should be general knowledge for anybody who watches Dragon Ball, right? For, for the most part, yeah. Okay, they, so... I mean, they, they don't touch on that stuff a ton after a certain point, because obviously, like it showed you, most of the Saiyans were wiped out before Goku and Vegeta were even adults. Right. Was Frieza's father um, in the original series as a character because you see I've heard a lot about Frieza in casual scrolling online anime conversations etc I've never heard much about Frieza's father though and in the story it pretty much opens up with Frieza and his ships Frieza's father rather and his ships just coming down to uh, planet Vegeta and saying oh hey my son's now taking over I'm retiring Uh, he now has command of everything and kind of goes from there so I'm assuming he was a lighter character but is that not the case? He, yes, he is a light character. Um, he made some small appearances during the Android Saga. Um, it's kind of a lot of story content, but basically, Frieza loses his fight against Goku and is like near death. And then King Cold shows up and gives him robotics to save his life. So you see, like that's why that's where the whole Mecha Frieza thing comes from, where it looked like he had all like when he's in the cocoon. You remember, and they show that right. he looked like he had robotic parts on. That's what that was from. Um, but King Cold dies very shortly after that. So he's, he's a very light character. He's not included in a ton of stuff. Okay. And I noticed right away off the bat, this show it doesn't hold back on killing people. Like, for, like, permadeath. It's just like, he did... 
spoiler alert here, Planet Vegeta blows up, okay? <laughs> like, Freezer just comes out and he's like, I can't risk these Saiyans being an issue. They are, you know, a war race, essentially, like, they're uh, gonna over try to overturn us and stuff. So he just blows up the planet, calls all of, you know, the Saiyans home, or what, the ones that show up, and decimates them. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting, but he's like, "Us, oh, you know, whatever. I'm the best one out here, so it like it's nothing. I'm just a G, killing thousands and thousands of people, just nothing. Essentially, genocide, if you had it his way, basically, yeah. But uh, didn't exactly happen because, of course, we have the mm-hmm. show and whatnot. And quite a few of them got away. And was that context this movie specific, or was that more of a flashback? That was a flashback. Okay, there's definitely like there are certain some con. Okay, so like some of the stuff that they had in here. Like, Goku's parents, they weren't really shown, like, at all in the original series. None of it. Basically, there were some small flashbacks to Frieza destroying the planet, and then the the thing where he told, told the living Saiyans that it was an asteroid, that was in the original series as well. So that was a flashback thing. That, oh, an asteroid destroyed Planet Vegeta when he was the one who did it. Um, and that's just to keep obedience from Vegeta and everyone else. Um... But there was another movie that they had, or like a TV special, where they showed Goku's dad, and he ended up becoming canon now. And they had never shown Goku's mother before, uh, but they recently showed her in the manga, and now in this movie, this is her first like animated appearance, is in this movie, Jine. Interesting. Um, so that was the first time we get to see her, which, her character is adorable. I love her. Absolutely. I really hope that they like do some more stuff with her and Bardock later in the series, make some, some way for them to be... You know, to get to meet Goku or something, I've always wanted that. So it'd be really interesting to see that happen. Absolutely. And I, I definitely think that uh, we we now can dive into the, the good stuff here. Okay. The juicy bit. I, I know you want to get into the fights. Uh, so I, I think that the fight with Broly was justified. I think that the story arc that they built on that, outside of the whole vengeance plot from his father... I think that it was justified because he grew up literally on a desolate planet and his father was very cruel and only, you know, thinking of himself very selfish in that aspect and had some, like, electronic collar on his neck to keep him in check and the fight was, I'm just going to say this, it was dope, okay? It was dope. You had him fighting Vegeta and then he fought Goku and then they fused and then you had Dragon Balls in the mix and then you had... A, an epic finale. It was super great, and it makes you kind of just want more. It felt kind of like a cliffhanger ending, but at the same time, it was conclusive enough to where you can kind of be like, "I understand how you know what happened here and what, where it's going from the ending." And like I said, like they're definitely setting it up so Broly's going to be in the actual series moving forward. There's no way for him not to be at this point. Um, he came into it, and of, of course, he had only trained with Paragus, who was a very weak Saiyan, so he wasn't. He had a lot of power. He just didn't have the like the technical skill down when it came to fighting. Absolutely. But it shows you he was learning really quickly as he was fighting. So, you know, he started off and he was fighting Vegeta. Doing pretty good. Vegeta was kind of beating him for a minute. But he started powering up, started learning, doing better. They ended up getting interrupted. So then Goku jumps into the fight like, hey, I want to fight. Doing pretty okay. Then he just gets smashed. <laughs> Goku just gets absolutely wrecked. And this was in his Super Saiyan God form. So, you know, Broly at his base is pretty incredible at this point. Absolutely. Um, following that that point, you know, Vegeta and then they jump into the fight together. 
not doing so hot. They're, they've ascended up to Super Saiyan Blue at this point, and they're still not being able to do much to Broly. He's just increasingly, increasingly beefing up his power. So <clears throat> they teleport out, go to Piccolo to learn the fusion dance, which was its own really hilarious That scene. was a really, really great yeah. moment in the, the, the movie. getting embarrassed, like, I don't want to learn how to do this. I'd rather Broly just kill me. Forget this. It was, <laughs> was, really, was, it was good. really funny. And had a couple um, of failed attempts there. And in the meantime, my like one of my favorite parts was while they were dicking around, basically learning how to do the fusion dance. Broly was just smashing the shit out of fucking Frieza. Like he was beating his ass. It was the best. It was the best part of the movie. Absolutely, I think it was funny how they transitioned that too. They were they flew right past Frieza. And then poofed out of there. And Frieza's like, wait, and no! Frieza's like, oh, he gets right in the way of Broly. Broly's like, oh, hey, new target. And like, Broly gets him against the wall, and it's just like, bam! And just destroying stuff, man. So Frieza's like, enough of this. I want to go to my gold form. And still gets his ass still, beat. Still, he's he just like, stomped. nah. So pretty much, the, the way it moves after that, they're over there trying to figure out their fusion junk. And they mess it up a couple times, and you gotta wait a half hour to fusion again, to my understanding. And... Then they finally get to the correct form, and I believe they go with Vegeta as the name of that fusion form. No, that was uh, Gogeta. 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 All right. So he's Gogeta at this point. He's fused. He comes back. He's like, I got this. And they, like, whoop ass, but it doesn't exactly go their way. It's kind of 50-50 still. They're tossing. And then the side character who you meet earlier on in the movie um, she just kind of swipes the Dragon Balls out from under Frieza, and she goes and summons the dragon. And I really like her a lot, actually. Her character kind of, is, to, is really just nice. Just to kind of talk about her for just a second. She was a really good character. Like, she really saw Broly as a person rather than a machine for fighting like his father did. Oh, his origin story is sad. I, I can kind of see them maybe doing like a, like a relationship thing with that later. That'd be kind of cool. You I, think I, so? I, I kind of got vibes of that a little bit. So... I, I think the old dude with her and her might, you know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But uh, but no, she was a cool character, and she helped to uh, ultimately save Broly's life because at the very end there, they were fighting. I mean, he was able to push Gogeta up to Super Saiyan Blue, which is insane to me. That just shows you how much of a monster Broly is and exactly. how strong he is. But uh, but ultimately, they wished for him to to save him, to take him to his planet where he was originally exiled to um and that was kind of how the fight ended there just sort of kind of a breakaway so Burley didn't end up dying in the fight right pretty much the lady she summons the dragon and she's like take him back to his home planet and save him so pretty much it takes him out of his like super form puts him back to you know regular version broly and he's back on his home planet and then she and the old dude who she was with for the Frieza Force, or I think it's what it's called, the Frieza Force. Um, they pretty much are gone now. They're like, nah, we're, we're leaving Frieza Force. We just took his Dragon Balls. We're, we're, we're exiled, essentially. So they go to that planet, and they're pretty much like, we're going to hang out with Broly because I think he needs you know somebody better than his father, which we skipped over this, but uh, there in the middle of that fight, uh, Broly was getting his ass beat pretty bad. So Frieza was like, nah. So he pretty much... Kills Broly's father and is like, oh no, one of your stray beams killed your father. And he flips out and like goes ham on uh, Goku and, and And that's kind of what Vegeta. makes Broly ascend into the leg his legendary Super Saiyan form is because 
there was kind of a flashback in there, which I know that you won't completely get it because you didn't watch the series. But when Goku first transforms into a Super Saiyan, it's like right after um, Krillin dies and Vegeta has died as well at this point. So he knew that he could push those buttons to make Broly ascend to a greater level of strength if he killed somebody who was emotionally tied to him. And of course, the only person who he had, other than the you know beast that he had uh, become friends with on their planet that they were exiled to, was his dad. So even though his dad was a piece of shit, he was still really emotionally tied to him. Absolutely. So when he was killed, Broly snapped and went to a whole new level of power. Which was insanely cool to watch, but also terrifying. For sure, for sure. I love the animation of it. They, they did, so, like, the animation, I, I cannot give that enough praise for this movie. Absolutely. It was so, so good. All the different colors that they were doing, and it, it was, like, the choreography of the fights was really, really good. There was a the part of the fight that was particularly interesting to me when they were fighting in, like, glass shattered, and they went into some, like, super colorful, otherworldly-looking dimension, I want to say. I don't know what it was. It was it was dope. But it was very artistically well done. And some of the explosions looked almost realistic animation. It was insane oh, sure. how cool some oh, of those mountains. explosions were and whatnot. Yeah, turn that whole little icy mountain area basically to, like, an active volcano. It was awesome, Crazy. the way it transitioned. Yeah, like, it, like it, it reminded me almost of, like, what Namek looked like after... Um, the planet was falling apart and destroying itself. Just lava everywhere, explosions. It was, it was crazy. It was really, really good. And they even fought in the lava, which was dope. Yeah, they, they, they had like their aura around them, protected them, but they were fighting through the lava and stuff. It was crazy. I think that it was one of the... like. This is going to be a bold statement, but I honestly haven't seen a lot of anime, so I think I'm allowed to say this. It was one of my favorite anime fight scenes pretty much ever. Oh, for sure. It was, Hands down. It was next level insane. Oh, yeah. And as far as, like, anime movies go, it was one of my favorites of all time, for sure. 100%. And I know that I've seen uh, a lot of anime fights, a lot of shows I watch that are anime-themed are pretty good. Like, of course, I love My Hero Academia. I love, you know, Death Note and Code Geass and all these animes that have fighting involved in them. Um, but this was just some high-tier level fighting animation story arc. I think it's a little bit cheesy how they have to like scream and their you know their hair changes color and their eyes. They do a lot of eye close-ups in Dragon Ball. At least in this movie. At least in this movie I'm like their eyes are very, very intense. And in, in at least this movie. Is that like all of Dragon Ball? Uh, a good chunk of it. There's a lot of focus on the eye color change. Like whenever they transform to a new a new form like through the different Super Saiyan transformations, Super Saiyan 1, 2, 3, transforming into a Super Saiyan God, uh, you know, Super Saiyan Blue, all that stuff. Um, they do focus on the eyes a lot, the intensity of them, how shows you how angry they are when they're transforming and stuff. And I, I think it's really good. It's a cool artistic thing. And people joke about how, you know, it takes them three episodes of screaming to get to the action, but I, I, it adds intensity to the transformations. So I think it's cool. I, I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was kind of notable how <laughs> that was kind of funny to me. I just That's something I'm not really familiar with in a lot of animes that I've seen, at least. I'll tell you, it was a lot shorter of screaming than in other parts of the series. Some parts of the series were very long. <laughs> Interesting. So this is actually a condensed screaming. <laughs> Interesting. Well, to, to, to wrap it up, I know that um, 
towards the end of the movie, after she had summoned the dragon from the Dragon Balls, and they had gone back to... Do you actually remember what that planet was called? That desolate planet that go that uh, um, Broly was stuck on? I do not. Because it was next to some star. It was a distant, distant planet. So I don't think the context is that important outside of this movie. Yeah, but, I can't remember um, it. He went back there. So, go, uh, yeah, Goku pretty much just... His power level is so high, you can pretty much track him. So he, like, teleports over there. What up? Gives him some pods. And he's like, hey, I'd love to trade with you. You're pretty cool. And this lady's not having it. What's wrong with you? You're probably a bad guy, right? Just because we left the Frieza force doesn't mean we're going to friend all the Saiyans we meet. So he pretty much has to explain, no, I'm, I'm not doing nothing wrong. I'm cool. I don't want to fight today. I just wanted to, you know, come say hi to Broly and see if we can spar. You know, and train and whatnot. So that pretty much sets up a lot of future stuff. Oh, for sure. Which is why I said the ending was kind of conclusive, but open-ended enough to where you want more. Oh, definitely. They're definitely going to end up having Broly become a much bigger part of the show, which I'm really excited for. Like, there's there's enough action and enough stuff going on that there's no reason for them not to be able to include Broly in all of that. I think that, like, there's a lot of different storylines and stuff that's kind of coming up soon. Like, they... Gohan's been training a lot. He's working on achieving a new level of power, so he'll that could come into play with some stuff with Broly, which would be really cool. And Broly could take part in helping the Z Fighters in the future with different, you know, catastrophes and things. It definitely wouldn't be the first time that a quote unquote villain character became one of the good guys. So I could definitely see Broly maybe not necessarily living on Earth, but at least becoming friends with everybody. Absolutely. And uh, do you think that in the future of Dragon Ball, there's going to be a character that matches Broly? Oh, I would say so. There would be a very good chance of that. Um, there already kind of is. There, there are characters that are a match for Broly, I would say. Um, a lot of people I've seen online have been talking about Jiren, a character that you haven't seen. Um in the Tournament of Power, he would be a good matchup for Broly, I think, too. Um, of course, Broly doesn't have as much te technical experience with fighting, so he may lose some of those fights um, just because he hasn't had as much fighting experience. He's more savage than he is technical. Um, but he definitely has a lot of potential, and he is learning very, very quickly. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where his character goes moving forward. Absolutely. I definitely... I'm curious now, and I'm going to keep y'all posted. I'm going to start watching Dragon Ball um, in 2019 at some point. i got to catch up on a lot of shows, as I've mentioned previously in my last week's episode. There's a lot of shows, and I won't go back into that network TV rant <laughs> from last week, but y'all know I don't got time to be watching everything I want to, or I would be a knowledge bank of awesome show information. But I am going to find the time at some point to watch it, catch up, and I'll put an update in my podcast of what I think of the show and uh, how I kind of see it progress. And I'll even have the homie Tyler back on at some point to kind of talk more about that. Cause I know last uh, anime podcast we had, we did some uh, anime recommendations towards the end. We talked a lot about your knowledge of anime and whatnot. I really think it was cool and dynamic. Um, I think that this movie definitely opened me up to wanting to watch this one. Um, there were a couple of animes I actually wanted to watch recently that I've heard of, so I might compile a list and go from there. You should. I can help but you with that list. Exactly, and I will definitely use that. Um, 
about Broly though, is there anything that wasn't answered in this movie that you wanted to know? I wouldn't say necessarily anything as far as Broly is concerned. Um, they pretty much answered everything that I wanted to hear. Um, I would like to see some more stuff with Goku's parents again, um, just because we don't really know a lot about them, really. We got a few little snippets of it. We saw Planet Vegeta get destroyed, and I'm assuming both Bardock and Jine both died during that. It, it would be it would be interesting if they somehow found a way out of that. But um, I mean, you should have saw his father die. But uh, it would be interesting to see... Maybe in some way they could be in Otherworld and they could meet Goku that way. Maybe somehow they come back to life in some way. Or maybe he sees like a version of his parents from another universe somehow, some weird way. I, I don't, I'm not sure how they would do that, but it would be really cool to see that. Interesting. Um, and that, that's pretty much the only thing from that movie that I felt was unanswered. Everything else I kind of get from different parts of different flashbacks, different parts of the series that have already been explained. Um, so as a series regular, you say going into this, they answered a lot of questions you had. And once they opened up, they also answered during the movie's time. For the most part, I, I didn't, there weren't any real questions that, that I had going into this movie, uh, maybe a couple, but most all of them were answered before the end of it. There's a couple that are kind of left open ended, primarily Goku's parents and some other little things, but all that stuff, I would imagine, should be coming up with the series moving forward with Broly now. Right, and freezes a straight G going up in there like that. That was insane. That was really cool, actually. I really enjoyed that. I think it's hilarious how right under his nose the Dragon Balls got stolen. And just, he, just made so, him look stupid. That, that was probably the funniest moment for me. It was like, you straight up let them just take your Dragon Balls. What are you doing? You're so concerned with vengeance and whatnot, you just weren't paying attention to what's in front of you. But I digress. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add after seeing this movie that you wanted to add into this? Uh, not particularly. I'll just say that, you know, aside from all the really cool action, they did a great job of, you know, keeping the humor up. There's a few moments that were a little bit cringy, some of the humor. But, I mean, it, it fits in with the the Dragon Ball formula. So I'd say if you, if you like the comedy of Dragon Ball and you like the action, then this is an absolute must-see. There you have it. Wonderful. Yeah, I definitely think that the end of the, the movie closed a lot of doors for me and opened up the interest in wanting to watch the show. So that's, that's what I'm going to end it with is that I really enjoyed this movie. It was a baller fight scene, and I'm going to start watching the series now to catch up because they've done a great job of, of piquing my interest. Good, because there's so many references you'll start to notice once you have that knowledge, and there's so many cool things I can show you. It'll be, it'll be exciting to see you get caught up on it. And that's going to wrap it up for the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. Very exciting. I was really, really into it. I hope that this podcast has been entertaining and enlightening as far as if you're skipping out on this one to definitely go see it um, while it's still in theaters. If you're listening to this on Sunday, uh, you might be rough on show times. You might want to check where it's showing in your area. Um, I highly recommend it because limited time screenings like the last podcast feed on My Hero and this podcast on Dragon Ball, they're very limited and they're going to take a while to come out on Blu-ray. So you're going to be waiting or looking for a 
uh, pirated version online, which I do not endorse on Fat Love Talk. Do not recommend. You got to support the official release, guys. That's how we continue to great get great content over here in the West. Japan sees the money that they get coming in from our audiences, and that's what makes them want to adapt things and sell the rights to companies here. So you want to support the official release. Absolutely, especially for animes, which may or may, you know, a lot of these shows kind of ride off of what the funding in the West is versus, you know, Japan. Of course, they're going to sell, you know, in China and Japan and, and the European market essentially is much more interested in anime and this kind of content. They play this stuff on regular TV. Whereas in the West, we don't necessarily get that kind of content. And I definitely do support uh, going out and seeing this stuff. Also, you get a baller movie on the big screen. Like, do you have a 100-inch at home? Because I don't. I wish I did. <laughs> like, that was a baller experience. And it made it even better on a 100 or whatever size that screen was at the movies. Totally surrounded by the people around you that also were there for the same reason. Baller hot dogs, you know, go and get some popcorn. It's a good time, okay? It's a great time. Get your friends, have a group time, and just really enjoy yourself. I really enjoyed that movie, and I definitely say go out and see it if you're interested in anime. If, me, I haven't seen Dragon Ball. I enjoyed myself, so no reason not to go see it. Exactly, and that is a day one buy for me as far as the Blu-ray is concerned. So. Absolutely. I wanted to close out the podcast here in this outro, and... Uh, like we did in the last one, give it a rating, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and, out of a 5, because I don't usually go out of 10, I'll go out of a 5, I'm going to give it a solid, probably 3.5. That's a solid for me. I was really interested, and I can promise you, it's a much higher rating once I watch Dragon Ball. Like, as somebody who's never seen the dang thing about Dragon Ball, that's, that's phenomenal. So I'm very, very interested in learning the origin stories. When this comes out, going back and watching it, because chances are, with how long it takes to go to Blu-ray, I'll have started Dragon Ball, and I may already know some of the backstory that they referenced in this movie. So that'll make it even better my second time watching it. Oh, absolutely. And I guess to stick with the same rating scale, out of five, as a big Dragon Ball Z fan, I would have to give it probably a four and a half. Um, there are a few, like I said, a few little gripes that I had about the movie. And there was definitely some room for some changes with the dialogue. Some of it was a little bit cheesy in some parts. But overall, the everything from the introduction of one of my favorite characters to the canon universe, to the cinematography, to the music score, everything. It was phenomenal. I, I absolutely recommend it. 100%. And uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. And t- Tyler, so where can they find you? on social media, online. I've never pimped this out before in my life, I promise. So, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> where where of course. can they find you? Well, if you want to see any of my content, uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at redriot115, R-E-D-R-I-O-T-115. I post pretty regularly on Twitter. I have a YouTube account where I post gameplay videos and things like that. Uh, you can also find me um, on Snapchat as well, at redriot115. And to tack onto that, uh, the YouTube channel where he streams at, we we both streamed uh, on our channels uh, last night. Actually, it would be a Friday night. So go back, check out the stream from Friday night because it's a four and a half hour stream. We were hanging out with my friend Nathan, having a good time. And we had a bunch of W's on Dead by Daylight and it was a great time. Very, very fun 
live stream, a lot of good laughter, a lot of good conversations. And I recommend just going back casually, checking it out. If you have some downtime and want some background, you know, go ahead and toss that on. It's a really good uh, listen and a great watch if you have the time. I definitely recommend that. We've been uh, both streaming regularly. You've been streaming uh, when you can frequently. You know, you've been working a lot, but you're also taking the time to stream in your free time, play some games, have a good time. man, trying to get those subs. So. <laughs> exactly. He's currently at, how many subs are you at right now? I'm at a whole nine. Nine. Uh, so whole nine subs, go hit so. that double digits, guys. <laughs> get that red right 115. Give him some love and subscribe and uh, throw that notification bell on if you want to. Absolutely. I mean, he's going to be streaming in the evenings, so it's really convenient. You know, you're you know eating dinner or you're right after dinner, you want something to watch, go ahead and hop on and Take a listen. Take a watch. It'll be a good time. For sure. And moving forward, I will be working on some new content ideas that I have for the channel as well. Uh, looking at making a couple of more like video edits instead of just doing streams. And I'm definitely interested to see if any of you guys have any kind of ideas or recommendations of things you'd like to see on the channel after you check it out. So definitely shoot me a message, anything you want, and uh, we will kind of go from there. Absolutely. And of course, as always, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at FatLove145. And then Snapchat's going to be FatLove, one word. Lastly, my YouTube channel, of course, Alpha Phenomenon Gaming. Go ahead and check me out. Um, I'm going to be playing uh, a lot of games coming up this month. I'm going to be playing Kingdom Hearts 2, getting through that. Resident Evil 2 is going to be my first gameplay this month with Facecam turned on. I set that up last night, actually tested it out, did a test stream. So maybe you saw that. And got to see what this gorgeous man looks like behind the microphone. Uh, maybe not, but you will see that in my Resident Evil gameplays. And then I'm going to be playing some Kingdom Hearts 3. And then following that, who knows? I might get Days Gone. I might get some other games. It just depends on what uh, I decide to do with my currency that I get. And uh, with that being said, guys, I appreciate the love. I've been seeing um, some boost in, in views. So any new listeners, uh, welcome to the podcast. This is a... Fantastic place to listen to gaming information, entertainment news, some anime discussions. I definitely love seeing uh, limited screenings of movies while they're here in the West uh, to one support that show and also to just enjoy myself with a limited screening because it's it's not very often you get to see something like that. The last time we had a limited screening was the My Hero movie, which was weeks ago, months ago, I think at this point. So there's not a lot in the West that you get to do with that. Um, in that context. So I definitely will keep you guys updated with that and, uh, mad love for taking the time to listen. If you made it this far, uh, you're the real MVP. I thank you. And I appreciate you listening. Um, I'll be back again every weekend for another episode until then guys, this is fat love talk and I'm your host, Zachary love. Take care guys. See you next time. Have a great week.